0: Welcome to the 8th Amazing Race 26 recap episode of the UR Team Number podcast. My name is Michael Harmstone and joining me as ever is the Canadian who is like hitting the slopes for some sand skiing, Logan Saunders. Afternoon. And the Australian who is like a swift hitting the nuts from a zebra, Ben Powell. <laughs> Howdy. You can tweet us using the hashtag Yattencast or email us at yattoncast at gmail So another fun
1: episode. It was fun. It was just a good episode. It's not like, you know, there wasn't as many talking points this episode as there has been for the past few weeks in regards to Haley because she's still doing her thing. But it was, just, it was just like a good episode.
0: It wasn't a great episode. It was just a good one, but it was better than we expected.
2: We needed some ditch
0: vaulting.
1: That's
2: what was missing. We had every type of Netherlands switchback tasks compared to other seasons that have gone to the Netherlands, but... Uh, here, we uh, didn't get ditch vaulting for once.
0: We didn't get apple balling either. Apple balling was the the one task in uh, Amazing Race Australia 1 where they went to the Netherlands. They had to eat the Dutch delicacy, which was a cord apple in batter, I think it was, uh, before receiving their next clue, which took them to on the train to Prague.
1: Meanwhile, they already did the ditch vaulting back in 2021, so... And 12, yeah. It could have been a double switchback. The first ever double switchback.
0: What a missed opportunity. Logan, you know the first ever double switchback is going to be hay bales.
2: Don't get me started on the hay bales.
1: Because you'll be there for eight hours.
2: Yes. And there will probably be some woman from Utah that will be stuck doing it for the whole time.
1: I heard it was your favorite task
2: though, Logan. Oh, whoever was responsible for that Just be
0: glad I don't know who you are. (laughs) Light the match and throw it into the uh, car fire. (laughs) (laughs) So, previously, six teams raced to Namibia for two legs. Hayley made some new friends, and teams served up a snack at one of the detours and hit the slopes at another, and then Mike got hit below the belt by a zebra. Ouchies! Uh, Front runners Matt and Ashley and Lauren Tyler teamed up and won a leg each. As well as both using the double U-turn, which hindered Jelani and Jenny and eliminated our hockey heroes, Olympians, Ali and Steve. Apart from the hockey bit, that might have been a lie.
2: I believe speed skating was their uh, their sport and some other ski jumping or whatever the crap it is. Skeleton. Skeleton?
0: The most violent winter sport possible. Isn't that what John Montgomery did with Skeleton? Uh, Yeah, actually, Monty did Skeleton, Steve does bobsled. But still, you know, skeleton is a very violent sport. Bobsled isn't much lower. I'm not really sure what skeleton is, so... Skeleton is basically sliding down a very steep hill on a tea tray.
2: It's like doing the luge, but on your stomach.
1: Huh. We don't have this thing called snow in Australia, so... We don't have these things called ice or winter spores. We have the occasional ice that, like, gets kind of chilly occasionally, because right now it's, like, nine degrees outside, but still.
0: Nine degrees, oh, you poor love. Our highs this month has been 12.
1: It's 30 degrees lower than it normally is, so...
0: This is approaching uh, summer and we get highs of 12 degrees, Ben.
2: I love talking about the weather.
0: Yeah, you're in the, uh, the driest bit of Canada. Yes. Hashtag Okanagan.
2: Yes, hashtag Okanagan, indeed.
0: So, did you notice during the uh, title sequence that they've updated some of the images? They did that last week. Did you notice know what Harley and Jonathan's one was? The mushroom. There's the show from the Mushroom Kingdom again. Yeah. Harley and Jonathan's one image and one lasting impression on the race is now them at the Mushroom Spot.
2: It's like editors listened to our podcast and said, this is the only thing that Logan, Ben, and Michael talk about
0: regarding Harley
2: and Jonathan. So let's just insert that into the episode and make
0: it amusing. I was very disappointed that uh, Lauren Tyler's wasn't the ladyboy one, because you know Tyler loves talking about it.
2: Yeah, we got a reference to that this week, so that made up for it, I guess.
0: I also like the fact that both uh, Namibia pit stops allowed teams to actually mingle for once. They're mingling with the other teams? Yeah. As
2: well as eating and sleeping? They get to eat, sleep, and
0: mingle with all the other teams. So Which they would have done that happening? in earlier seasons.
1: And have a Thanksgiving dinner. Is it happening all the time this season, or is it just this leg?
0: I'm not sure, actually. It was definitely the two Namibia legs, because they had Thanksgiving dinner between the two Namibia legs.
2: I bet it would have been really difficult to sequester teams in Namibia there from each other, so they probably just said, "Ah, screw it. We only have tents and uh, a table for dinner, so let's just uh, have everybody all together." But then in, at other pit stops, like in the at the end of the first, like we saw teams all entering that office building hotel together. So probably isn't exclusive just to Namibia.
0: Yeah, there's been quite a few because we had that one in um, in Japan. We had the overnight in. Uh, nice as well, where they all basically stayed together and got drunk. We've had a, a couple more instances of them being able to mingle with each other. Which is a good thing, finally! They're learning! Allow teams to communicate, because then you get inter clashes and, and romances, which is, you know, hilarious.
2: And lots of photos together on Instagram.
0: Yeah, exactly. Hashtag gramming. So, after Namibia, teams now have to fly to Amsterdam in the Netherlands, and take a taxi to Yaga's house, to find their next clue.
1: Who is Yager and why are we going to their house?
0: Yager is probably the judge. I'm going to guess. He looked a like sort of man to own a shoe shop.
2: I think his name is Yamer Yager. He used to be a professional uh, hockey player, if I'm not mistaken.
0: The first hockey reference that we're going to go for in this episode. There will be more. Uh, so Laura and Tyler are the first to depart at 12:19 p.m. Matt and Ashley at 12:20, and Blair and Haley at 12:34, and. Editors, seriously, why no complete departure times? Hashtag Amazing Race Scandal. You guys know this annoys me.
2: This is why they probably have record low ratings, is because they didn't include departure times at the start of the episode, and it just upset the entire fan base.
0: And
1: no flight scramble. See, I... Think you bit you two are being sarcastic, but then again, I don't know. I'm, I'm genuinely not being
0: sarcastic about departure times. I want them every leg, but we're being sarcastic about everything else. Yeah,
1: I think just stuff disappearing, like like the you are team number one, two, three, four, five, etc. I think that stuff has gotten used to, but I don't think it's essential anymore. Like, I mean, it's just like it's what's the word? We become used to seeing all this stuff every leg, but like now that we're we're stopping seeing it. You know, it's starting to look like, oh, we, we, don't, we don't really need it anyway.
0: Yeah, but take the example of Natalie and Megan from uh, Amazing Race Canada too. Me and Logan had discussions on at least two or three podcasts about trying to top up how far ahead of other teams they were. And that sort of interesting stats nerd thing is completely impossible when... The editors don't even give it us. It's not going to lose anything from the episode, and in fact, it's going to make super fans like me happy because I'm a stats nerd.
1: They're not catering to the super fans. They're catering to the mainstream audience of like I don't know, eight million viewers who are still watching the show, somehow, even after it's on Friday nights.
0: Yeah, I want to see which team has the record for the most amount of time ahead of any other team.
1: See, but you're you're not in America, so you don't, you don't affect the ratings. None of us are in America, so we don't affect the ratings. So our opinions mean jack shit. We don't matter. To the the producers, at least.
0: Welcome to the Commonwealth, where the watching is made up, and the figures, they don't matter. One bit. (laughs) So, once teams get to Yaga's house, we get the roadblock, which is who has a nice set of Klompen.
2: That's very suggestive.
0: Fun facts: Klompen is just the Dutch word for clogs. In this roadblock, one team member must find a clog out of hundreds in a room that matches the one that they have been shown. There are only subtle differences between each clog, so detail matters. Once they present the judge with the correct clog, they would receive their next clue.
2: Isn't that the dutchiest, dutchiest word you've ever heard in your life? Klompen with a K? With you
1: should respect that. You should respect a highly, you know, significant thousand-year-spanning culture by actually referring to it by its actual name. That's like that's like uh, that's like that's like um, uh, you know, approaching the approaching the Emperor of China, whatever his name is. and it's like, I don't like that name's annoying. I'm gonna call you Steve Jones now. How <laughs> you, Steve, Emperor of China?
0: I've mentioned that I do the Duolingo app before. Dutch is one of the languages that I am doing on there, and the reason that I know that Klompen is clog is because it is the best Dutch word that I've learned so far.
1: I know how to speak Dutch.
0: So do I. I'm, I'm learning it so that I struggle less when watching Vieden. So, it's Tyler, Jenny, Matt, Rochelle, and Blair who are doing the roadblock. And Lani and Jenny are the lucky people who win a date night. We probably will not see it, because we didn't even get a mention of date night in the second leg last week,
1: and we didn't even see the date night in the first leg. I think that Ali and Steve might have gotten the date night in the last leg, because, you know, it'd be a bit anticlimactic. Hey, we've got a date <laughs> night. Oh, we're eliminated. Um, that would have been hilarious, because we then would have had to see an extra scene of Ali and Steve, doing something traditional in Namibia. Do you reckon they actually go on a date night if they go it and then get eliminated?
2: That was what I was thinking a couple of weeks ago too. I assume that they do because what else would they uh, be doing? They don't really have any other role to fill for the time being. So it's like, hey, somebody has to win date night. Uh, you guys can uh, enjoy it on your own and we don't need to have cameras around so we get to cut down on
0: costs. Especially in uh, in Namibia where they're all staying in tents anyway. It doesn't actually make that big a difference. You might as well send them to and I watch the sunset at, uh, at Spitz Copper.
2: I wonder if producers made uh, Ali and Steve say please and thank you when they gave them the date night reward uh, near the tents.
0: Hopefully. So this was a um, a really interesting roadblock. One for drawing smiley
2: faces on shoes, you mean?
0: It was fun to see Tyler talk about dressing up in costumes and get another Ladyboy reference. And the James and Bond the... graphic.
1: Did you see it? With the back black and white background? It was very Goldeneye. Or any of the other 24 James Bond movies. See reflections
0: on the water. Bum, 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 bum. Did
2: anybody catch on the Tyler's uh, Bethany Hamilton moment of this week? Did he
1: lose his arm and talk about how inspirational he was?
2: <laughs> no, but uh, near the beginning, uh, the like when they were still in Namibia, oh, he was saying how the race, how it takes more than physical strength, but and he said it with a really high inflection. I had to rewind it because I'm thinking I'm pretty sure that was a Bethany Hamilton impression on Tyler's part, and sure enough it was.
0: If the judge just looked at the bottom of the shoe every time he was judging them, why don't they just do the same? Are they just not allowed to pick the shoe up because that'd be too easy? The first thing the judge was doing was just picking up the shoe and looking at the bottom of it. Maybe
2: he's just fascinated by the bottom of shoes. I mean, once he stopped looking at the bottom of shoes, he fell asleep at the roadblock, so maybe he has a, not, not just a shoe or a foot fetish, but a bottom of the shoe fetish. Very specific fetish, might I ask.
0: Just like Lauren Tyler, he's got soul. Give that pun a good, um, give that pun it's
1: its decent airing, Ben. <laughs> as long as you include the sound effect of crickets afterwards.
0: I'll, I'll just cut in one of your laughs. Blair had uh, chills the entire time as well.
1: Yes,
2: because uh, Amsterdam is cold at that time of year. And apparently Matt, even with his hungry power beard, man beard or whatever he's referring it to, uh, As he's counsel, also supposed to be good it, at, uh, paying a good attention to detail, but uh, not so much.
0: If he was Steve, he'd be uh, impressed by his power-growing abilities like Wolverine. Yes. Callback from his bio. Also, a very good Mole shout-out during the roadblock, when Ashley started talking about Tunnel Vision. Now, when you start watching Dutch Mole, you'll be used to the term Tunnel Vision coming up every single episode, because someone always gets eliminated because they have Tunnel Vision. A fun little callback for them. I'm sure that was the intention in the editing suite. Given that it's Holland's main export now.
1: I'm sure Ashley is an avid watcher of uh Le is Moll or whatever. Videm. Vias <laughs> de, <is> de Mol.
2: <laughs> That'll be the first question we have for if we ever get a chance to interview her.
0: Ashley, how many Dutch mall seasons have you seen?
1: You know, in between like uh doing hairdressing in New York and spreading rumors about her almost boyfriend and then all that, she what she's an avid watcher of Via's Day Yeah.
2: Right in between all the cases of cock
0: blocking. Ashley, uh, who was your favourite Dutch mole? That might be a fun uh, recurring question for us to do when we do the interviews, actually.
2: <laughs> at the end of the it's interview, fine. Michael, at the end. Yeah.
0: What, one last question, guys. Who was your favourite mole in the Dutch series? So, Jenny is the first person to leave the roadblock, and then it's Tyler in second, Blair in third, Rochelle in fourth, and Matt a long way back in a firm fifth. Come on, Blair! come on, Blair! Yeah, at least Blair didn't get a watermelon to the face. And teams must now ride a bike to a ferry crossing and then head into Amsterdam along the Amstel River to Muntoren, where they will find their next clue.
2: Has there been a trip to the Netherlands in any season of the Amazing Race where they do not use bikes as the as a, a form of transportation?
1: Australia won. 21. They didn't use bikes in 21? I don't think so. The only tasks that were in 21 was the fast forward with the, the bus going into the water the one on the street where they have to collect money, the painting one, and then they have to take the back, a bus or a taxi or whatever to, a, to the vault ditching, and then back to this place in Amsterdam, and no bucks at all.
2: So instead of bikes, it was ditch vaulting.
1: First Australian season
0: didn't use bikes, because they were only in, in the Netherlands for probably about an hour. They did one task there, and then went on to the Czech Republic. Sounds like most tourists in the Netherlands, I would imagine. Yeah, I mean, I... I've probably spent about an hour and a half in the Netherlands as well, because we transferred a flight there.
1: I spent I spent three days there. It was fun.
0: Also, this is the point where we get the first proper cat lady hate for Hayley.
2: It smells like poop and it's so cold.
0: Brr. I'm so cold.
2: Okay, Stewie Griffin.
0: Who is she? Who is she? Where did you find her? Were the cameramen on motorbikes as well?
1: They must have been. Or like tuk-tuks or whatever. Whatever they have in the MCM. There was one
0: shot of a team on the ferry where there was just someone in a, on a motorbike with them. No explanation otherwise, we didn't see them again. It was just a random motorbike on there.
1: You could see the cameraman a lot from the bridges and and the other side of the bank in this episode. Yeah, you could also see a random
0: runner at one point. So yeah, the um, the Hayley hate again that we always have to explain the context for. Everyone seems to be bagging on Hayley again.
1: Well, yeah, she's a woman, and she's getting screen time, and it's the Amazing Race... Can we just talk about the fact that
0: she was... Her sort of biggest thing, apart from the directions, was Blair sort of steaming ahead of her. I'm assuming that's because of his Ironman training.
2: Yeah, he said he's an actual triathlete, right?
0: Yeah, he said in his original bio that he competes in Ironmans, which are basically ultra triathlons. So, he... All his bike training will just be trying to get somewhere as fast as he's physically possible and riding like 150 to 200 miles in doing so.
2: He may violate the 20-foot rule on the Amazing Race with any partner that he would have been paired up with for this season, I think.
0: Yeah, it's the same with running or swimming. He's going to be trying to steam ahead because that's naturally what he's like. Meanwhile, Haley is not. Haley's just taking in the scenery.
2: And she actually knows the directions, though. She's not just taking in the scenery. She was pretty much right about where to go. And solve the riddle. Let the detour all by yourself.
1: I actually think they don't have that. It's not GPS that they have on the on the camera phone sort of things. It's actually just a map. It doesn't it, it doesn't indicate their position. It just it just has a map on there that shows. You know, this is the new age of amazing race where you can like have a map at your fingertips, but it doesn't show them where they are because that'd be like pretty much cheating. And defeat the purpose of the entire thing.
0: An Man includes a hundred and twelve mile bike race, by the way, and then uh, a marathon. Fun fact. Immediately after. Yeah, fun fact from Wikipedia. So, the clue at the Muntoren is the detour, which is soak or shuffle. And in soak, teams must strip down and take a hot tug, a hot tug that is also a boat along the waterways of Amsterdam, looking for three Rebus clues, which together spell out a phrase that they need to exchange for the next clue. And in Shuffle, teams must score 51 points between them in Schollen a Dutch form of shuffleboard, to receive their next clue, personally handed to them by either Jenna Maraska, Chris Doherty, or Debbie Beeb. <laughs> the first three winners of Survivor Shuffleboard. You could have just said yeah. Jeff Probst. No, that's less fun. Ben is wrong! Uh, so Soak is more like a date night than a detour as well. I would have loved it if that, this would have been uh, a date night. Yes, congratulations Jaylani and Jenny, you get to sail the waterways of Amsterdam on a hot tub. Before
2: going to your Roman skating rink,
0: before you go to your Five Eyes skating rink, is that like yeah, a five-star I... hotel?
2: But the Dutch version of it is Five Eye instead of five-star.
0: At least it was ice skating rink instead of ice hotel.
2: That would have been a bad place for CJ and Libby, considering uh, that they—they uh, they, what was it? What was it in
0: the, that happened in the second leg with them with the detour? That was the one with the noodles, wasn't it? Oh, the um, the sled,
2: the ice skating one. Yes,
0: the one where they just could not. Uh, Get this sled around the speed skating track, no matter how hard they tried. Wasn't that Mike Rochelle? No, that was them as well. But they, no, they didn't eventually do it because we had the picture of Mike looking like a Thulu, didn't we?
2: Yeah, they switched.
0: <laughs> also, Laura's amazing maths was on show with the square root of sixty-four being six.
2: Yeah, close enough.
1: It's an even number.
0: What phrase would include six though? Ice s- s- six ring.
1: Yes. It's Dutch. Who knows what the language is there?
0: Yeah, they're probably not going to give them three Rebus clues to find a Dutch word. Unless the phrase is something like, find art at the mole headquarters.
2: I really wish that a detective John Rebus in the popular Ian Rankin novel series would have been a part of the Rebus part of the detour, but uh, that didn't happen.
0: Isn't he angry and Scottish?
2: He is angry and Scottish, yes.
0: He's from Glasgow, I think. So probably... Probably wouldn't be living long enough. Fun fact, there are some African countries that have a higher life expectancy than some parts of Glasgow.
2: That may be one of the most offensive things you've said, Michael.
0: No, it is absolutely true as well. There are some really ultra-violent places in Glasgow where the life expectancy is somewhere like 29. And you were worried about me offending the Scots. Teams have fun in the hot tubs, don't they? Including Laura and Tyler saying, I'm about to pee to warm it up. Too late.
2: <laughs> Laura was not kidding, just for the record. She really did. Um, but once the cameras are off, then she just pretty much admitted it.
0: And uh, the locals got an eyeful of Haley as well.
2: Imagine if Margie Adams was there and she saw the Dutch laughing at Haley. That well, that would have been something. That would have been a hilarious incident.
0: She's got no bikini with with her, and they're laughing at her.
2: That's rude. <laughs> She's had to live with her butt hanging out her whole life, and she doesn't need to hear it from the Dutch. And they are laughing at it, and that's rude. <laughs>
1: I imagine after she did the hot tub one, when she's standing freezing in there, she'd suddenly like, like you know, pass out from the hypothermia.
0: At least Haley didn't uh, call the Dutch locals bitches. <laughs> yes, it's a bitch move to laugh at my book.
1: How would the Dutch laugh though? Um, <laughs> would they laugh like that?
0: I don't know.
2: Um, what? How does Goldmember laugh around the Austin Powers? That'd probably be a good, uh, good litmus test. Oh, 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 oh. That sounds more like the troll a la old guy.
0: <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. So, Blair is absolutely terrible at improv as well. He could not lie to save his life. Halo's just like, yeah, we need to lie to them, we've solved it.
2: You failed the practice round and you did terrible, Blair.
0: <laughs> and then we move over to Shuffle. And Ashley says it's just like air hockey. Maybe one-sided air hockey.
2: Just with a bunch of people smoking uh, old-fashioned cigarettes and in really funny costumes.
0: What is it about the uh, the old-timey costumes for any uh, Amsterdam visit now?
1: It's fine, them that you think they're cigarettes. I'm naive.
0: So, um, this is something that annoyed the casual fans as well. Jelani and Jenny asked the public for help. How dare they? <gasps> it's as like they're trying to it, complete it, the it, task. It's like they are very sleep-deprived and probably quite cold. And want to get out of there
1: quickly. No, you're wrong, Michael. There must actually be cheaters in real life as well. Jenny probably cheated her way into the bar exam. <laughs> <laughs> the Amazing Race, uh environment where you're followed by a camera crew 24-7 and kept se- kept like either separated or under intense conditions, where you're watched by everyone, is obviously a real reflection of how you are in real life.
0: But yeah, obviously, Jaylani and Jenny would have got a penalty if they were actually breaking any of the very, very strict rules for Amazing Race. Loopholes! Uh-
2: so I think Tyler was going to get a penalty, but he flexed his muscles for the audience, so I think producers said, oh no, uh, we can't penalise him, because he flexed his muscles and refuses to in uh, anything other than his underwear.
0: See, it's such a shame that the Big Brother Canada producers aren't in charge of Amazing Race, because they probably would, for the final leg, if just put teams in the most ridiculous costumes they could possibly make them run through Dallas in.
1: A cowboy hat and boots and... And nothing make else. Them, Make them wear a blade of like a long blade of grass in their mouth. Oh, fake fake six shooters. The hot tub task looks appealing if it's not in winter, because like you know, like with a normal hot tub, you know, I've, I'm guessing because I'm never actually I've never actually been in a hot tub, but I'm guessing that you actually have somewhere to you'd have like a house nearby or a hotel room nearby to go into. Usually in a backyard. But if here, you're you're in the middle you're in the middle of Amsterdam, and like all you have is a tent and a robe, which Jenny, for some reason, went in the tub with.
2: Yeah, I was waiting for that to be brought up. I thought that looked a bit ridiculous. I'm thinking, did Jenny not be able to find a swimsuit that was able to fit her correctly? Because she's just going in there with her robe on. I think she uh, doesn't understand the whole point of a robe going into a hot tub.
0: Yeah, bear in mind that that it was November that they filmed, and they did say that during the leg like that it was actually one degree Celsius out. Imagine if TNH uh, like,
2: was on the season instead, and they had to go through the the rivers of or the canals of Amsterdam but this time that they were stuck in the hot tub task, it would look there, uh, make their arguments over the maps and all look that much more ridiculous.
0: I think they said that it was about 34 degrees Fahrenheit. That, that means nothing to me. One degree in real money. And it's Laura and Tyler who are the first team to leave their detour, which is Soak. And then Blair and Haley in second. And Mike and Michelle leave Shuffle in third after their 11th attempt. Jaylani and Jenny leave Soak in fourth. And Matt and Ashley bringing up the rear still, leaving Shuffle in last. And teams must now head to the Museum ice skating rink. The last team to check in here may be eliminated. It's,
1: it is pretty much Rochelle, like, carrying the weight for the team, isn't it?
0: Oh yeah, she's an absolute badass. And that's something I've been saying from, like, one. She got, like, 37 points on the first one and Mike got three. <laughs> No, Mike got 13, because it was 50 on their first attempt, and they needed 51. Really? Yeah.
2: They got Gary and Mallory, essentially.
0: Yeah, they got so, so close to it, and then had to start again, which is hilarious. It's um, Laura and Tyler, who are the first to reach the pit stop, and they get the pleasure of meeting the Gretzky of the Netherlands, and they also win a trip to Seoul in South Korea. I really
2: hope that uh, Phil wasn't being sarcastic when he said, oh, this is the Gretzky of the Netherlands.
0: Yeah, my experience with Wayne Gretzky is purely his quite nice restaurant in Toronto, being next door to Second
1: City. When they have that trip to South Korea, will they be having Seoul food? I've already made a bad Seoul pun, Ben. Can't go for that. Mine's better. No, it's not. Logan, which one's better?
2: Uh, both of you had equally good
0: soul jokes. I cannot uh, pick a favourite in this instance. Oh, sort off being nice Canadian. <laughs> oh, go away, Belgium. <laughs> <laughs> you're basically Swiss, and that means you're expensive, and have nice chocolate. And Flair and Haley feud their way into second, uh, and Jaylani and Jenny are in third. I was very disappointed that Phil didn't say that their day had been smooth sailing. He made a sailing joke and then didn't say smooth sailing. I was very disappointed in him.
2: Phil is still really trying to push the whole blind date thing as if it's actually, as if the couples are, as if it's relevant, yes. All the is blind date couples have decided to not to be couples, and yet he said, oh, is there still love in the air, guys? Is there? Is there? Is there? And then they have to keep repeatedly saying, oh, no, uh, this is like a sports interview. We're just focused on uh, getting the team ahead and trying to
0: pull ahead, you know, and trying to beat the other competition. Well, that just adds fuel to our... Our suspicion that actually they underwent a massive edit during the three-week break of we need to take focus away from the dating aspect and more
1: on the actual interesting stuff. Did they do the date night after leg four for like in at the start of leg five? The one before Germany. Did they show the date night? After
0: that? Wasn't that Lauren Tyler's river cruise in Thailand? Yeah, the last one that we saw was Lauren Tyler's. Uh, meal and couples massage we've not seen one for two likes now and there was mike and michelle's as well that we didn't see in
1: the planetarium in germany to be fair in that like they weren't so enthusiastic over it oh yeah yeah update night because they were in like they they were in like technically last place at that moment so yeah they just ate
0: their meal quietly apparently and uh, mike and michelle came in fourth place
1: i wish big easy
2: had done the detour with the puzzle that would have been hilarious like matt nashley would have had more than enough time to catch up with matt needing 43 attempts with the shoes even though he's detail oriented and apparently good under pressure cuz he's he's really good under pressure that's what we've learned so far this season right like he doesn't See, he doesn't he doesn't uh, become a nut job as he uh, described himself as
1: even if like big A's did this and i told it starts with i that wouldn't really help him much <laughs>
2: I, it was like ice skating r- Rin, and all that was missing was the K. <laughs> and he's still, like, ice skating ring? Is that where we have to go? A ring?
0: Mr. Judge, is the answer's an off? <laughs> so yeah, Mike and Michelle came in fourth, and then bringing up the rear was Matt and Ashley. I thought Haley
2: was bringing up the rear.
0: Hey-oh! In a shocking turn of events, it's not like we predicted it all last week. That Matt and Ashley were non-eliminated, but they have stories to tell their kids when they have them, which is soon.
1: I propose to your mother uh, on the deck of a Thailand hotel, surrounded by at least eighteen camera crews and a bunch of people I had no idea who they were, and this random and a random Asian woman, and also the, and also the greeter. Kids, this is the story
0: of how I engaged your mother. <laughs> kids, remember that time I banged your aunt Robin? Do you know
2: that Blair is Amsterdam? Did you hear that proclamation of his?
0: I did, and actually that's quite familiar because I think I Amsterdam was that it definitely used to be their advertising campaign, it probably still is. Really? Yeah, I Amsterdam.
1: Hmm. I noticed during the episode, I actually went to places I have been. The intersection where Blair and Hayley had that huge argument, I actually, I've actually eaten at one of the stores there. There was actually pastries there, it was like really nice, really nice cheap pastries. Although like, okay, the although, I mean, were known I for their good pastries, the only thing missing was uh, this. Ra- a random American couple surrounded by a camera crew arguing in the arguing in front of trams. So, Ben, are you a candelabra? No, but I might be a battlement.
2: Masonry's fifteen and seventeen callbacks, classic.
0: Next time, Peru. Next time, teams head to Peru, and there's fireworks at the date night, as well as a labor-intensive roadblock and a detail that brings one team's hopes crashing down. Is there going to be a U-turn? They didn't show it, but they also didn't show the leg eight one in any press preview images, so
1: a triple blind U-turn? A triple blind double
0: deaf U turn, I
1: think you're fine. Well the last people who are U turned uh, they get executed? No, a deaf U turn is where
0: teams have a group of people who just follow them around and uh, their sole role is to just laugh at them because
2: they're definitely uh, hinting at the U-turn being next round, even because we were suspecting that with the at the end of the Namibia round there that there was going to be another one, and then this like they started the episode with the team serving the Thanksgiving dinner together, and Matt and, and the only segment that they showed was Matt and Jelani going back and forth at each other. I don't think it's uh, so cool, Matt. I think you're going to be U-turned by Jelani there. As well as Jenny,
1: they actually really built up the relationship between Laura and Tyler in the preview. Like I didn't uh, Laura and Tyler and and Matt and Ashley in the preview because I didn't even notice it before. I just thought they happened to be in the same area while I did stuff. Apparently, they're alliance. They're an alliance. Bottom two next week, or both get U-turn next week. Mike and Michelle can still U-turn, can't they? Because it was a blind U-turn, so it doesn't count. Not sure. I think the American
0: rules say they can't because they used up their U-turn power. But I wouldn't be surprised if they
1: adopt the Canadian rule of, you can use whatever U-turns you want, Sort it. It's a blind U-turn, so you don't actually see who, who U-turns use. So that means, like, how does a U-turn work nowadays? Like, they've gone from, like, the stickers, then they gone, then they went to touchscreens, now they go back to, like, the stars with their pictures on them.
0: The reason that they got rid of the touchscreens is because of the reflections from the light. It was really hard for them to pick up the camera angles on the screens. Also, I'll be very disappointed if Jenny does not U-turn the shit out of Mike Nashley. What are you going to do when you get to the U-turn? U-turn the shit out of them! <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, okay. So,
1: so if, if Mike Rochelle can't use it, that means it's, it's up to Hayley and Blair? Yeah, it's, it's Hayley and Blair
0: and Jelani and Jenny, the only two teams who can.
1: I always was under the impression that with the way that the U-turn was previously formatted and how you know it was based on whether you had your sticker or not, that's why you know back in Season 9 that uh, Mojo couldn't U-turn... BJ and Tyler because they lost theirs and how I thought that the blind U-turn meant that they could also use it on a, on a regular U-turn because it didn't mean they had to use up their sticker or sticker equivalent. So that's used to me now.
0: No, I, I think the American rule is you can't use it even if you've used a blind one.
2: Yeah, because there's never yeah. been anybody who's used it twice in a season while in Canada. They were, they were very open about it being unlimited usage and we saw the same team use
0: it multiple times. Canada they can get away with that peel because everyone's so nice, they're never going to U-turn each other anyway. So yeah, anything else to say about this wonderful episode?
1: I really hope Laura and Tyler don't win because I'm not so fond of them.
0: No, I- I'm still hoping for a Blair and Haley win with Mike and Rochelle in close second.
1: It really would be f- uh, Zach and Flo 2.0. But at least Haley is not useless. Flo knows well, Italian. Was- and French. For all Flo's histronics, she was you know pretty competent at basic stuff. It's just the... Above basic stuff she completely and utterly failed at. Haley is sort of like, you know, a lot more competent than Flo at certain aspects, but she's on the same level as Flo at as regards to the histrionics, but they're more directed at they're more directed at her partner rather than the world in general.
0: Logan, I know you've been advocating the replacement of the non elimination penalty with just giving the team a set of weights to have to carry with them for the next leg. Yes. That's basically what Zack had for 13 legs. He just had a flow set of weight. <laughs> yes. I wonder, you know what was
2: the best ending to this season? I'm just thinking about it out loud here, but if they keep the final four twists that they had from season 25, which we suspect will happen this season, but in, late, in round 11, uh, right at the very end, Blair and Haley should be last, and then Phil hits them with the twist, and then in the finale, Blair and Haley win. The audience
1: would go livid. Like Amanda livid. Yeah, Amanda livid. Amanda livid, yes.
0: That would be glorious, actually, purely because I would spend the entire week just defending Haley
1: and how she's not the
0: spawn of Satan.
1: There's probably the same people who think Dave and Connor are great winners, so I don't think we need to play any credence to opinion at all. Ding. Dave and Connor were not the worst winners that that season could have produced. Second worst? I mean, there was still jet and cord in there.
0: Yeah, at least Dave and Connor didn't say anything homophobic. Or be very sore losers. So who do we think is going to be eliminated next week? Because it's pretty much guaranteed to be an elimination. Matt and Ashley. Yeah, I'd agree.
1: Matt and Ashley. Stay gone.
0: Hopefully they'll get you turned out because that would be poetic justice.
2: Tyler and Laura Mm. currently have the longest winning streak so far this season. At two. Two legs. Uh, Tied with
0: Jaylani and Jenny, yeah. There's only two teams this race who have actually won... More than one leg, and that is Jaylani and Jenny, and Lauren and Tyler, both back to back.
1: It feels strange that every team left in the race, including from last leg, have won a leg because Mike and Rochelle don't feel like leg winners, and Matt and Asher don't really feel like leg winners. Like if this was a, if this was like a a season from season 20, ten to twenty or ten to 24, fourth, let's say, you know. It'd normally be like uh, Jelani and Jenny winning a few legs, Laura and Tyler winning a lot of legs, Haley and Blair having that random win, but Mike and Michelle and Matt actually don't feel like don't feel like you know the regular leg winners we have in the Amazing Race.
0: The best thing is that Mike and Michelle won the leg that not only provided us with the engagement, but also with probably the most screen-capable task of the season, in the Ladyboy task. Curtin
2: Bergen definitely feel like leg winners to me. I'm just gonna put that out there.
0: Logan, stop brown-nosing Bergen. He stopped responding to you on Twitter for a reason. Get over it. lot And, yeah, I think that's about it.
1: and yeah, we discussed the whole episode. It was a good episode, but not, like, you know, mind-blowingly amazing episode or leg. It was just good.
0: Yeah, if you, if you consider that the last leg like, nine that we talked about had the surfing fast forward and the amazing cupping task.
1: How dare you, Michael? Bethany was so inspirational when she surfed on that surf simulator because she's a surfer and she's so inspirational. She could have been pregnant and she was still be so inspirational.
0: We missed out on not having, having her do the cupping task because I suspect her reactions would have been quite funny.
1: Ow, you're hurting me. That's rude. Laying there on the table where I was getting cut by the hot uh, by the hot glass things, so I just I just wanna show you that even though I have one arm I can still do it.
0: These suction cups on my back.
2: We have one more segment <laughs> that we get to do. We actually have a fan question.
0: Dun 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 But Logan, this is usually only saved for in our interview podcasts. More of which may be coming soon, hint.
2: But uh Dale from one of the Facebook groups online, asked us why we haven't been told how much money a team has been receiving for uh, throughout this course of the season.
0: I'm going to guess Scotiabank American Express cards.
2: Probably They're probably waiting for a sponsor to uh, officially supply the funding for each leg uh, like they do with uh, Mason Race Canada, where Mason Race Canada, the first season it was Interact cards, and then the second season it was uh, Scotiabank that provided the money for that leg of the race.
1: And as for a real answer, I'm going to guess it ties back to the thing I was talking about at the start of Leg, where it used to be one of the th- it used to be one of those things that they kind of, you know, choked the leg with all this information. And now that it's like slowly being weeded out, out people aren't really caring because it's not that vital. It's only that vital if you're a statistics nerd, you know, like the other two here. Or a team podcast. runs out of money. But well, this is it's the last time a like, um, team has run out of money? Probably Bergen and Kirk, just like trying to get to the next, try and get to the detour. Right. I mean, not on screen, obviously, but still. In all seriousness, we have seen a
0: couple of you start with this amount of money, but we've not seen it that much this season in the same way that we've not seen the departure times. I'm less annoyed with the lack of money as I am with the lack of departure times because, you know, seriously, guys, it doesn't take that long. You can even just show it on the screens and not actually even have to reference it like you did with Matt Nashad this week. But Yeah, it's it's not that vital to Amazing Race anymore.
1: Yeah. Like um like how back in the in the really early seasons they used to like they when they were indicating how far it was to each they used to actually put a distance between the next each route marker because, you know it just to sort of gauge how far they'd have to travel, so sort of like travel along with them. But now that's, but that's slowly been phased out, nobody really cares unless you're like a really, really big statistics node. In that case,
0: they just go on Reality Fan Forum who've already made a, a map of all the locations because they spy on them. Simple.
1: Or you can look up, look up afterwards on Google Maps. That's what <laughs> I was doing for most of the major Race Australia, just like figuring out how far it was to go from here to here. The first New Zealand, like, I actually like mapped all these locations and it was a very, very long drive. A lot longer than I looked on TV, so...
0: Yeah, and you brought that up with Kat and Jesse on your amazing interview that is still available on yankast.wordpress.com. God, we need to do some more interviews so I can start plugging in another one. So, anything else to add about this leg? I think that's it. So, thank you very much for joining us. We'll be back for more Amazing Race next week. If you enjoyed the show and if you, if you didn't, please give us a like on YouTube. And if you want to see what we're rambling about this week, our Twitters are in the description down below. Thank you very much, and see you next
2: week. #250 Peace.
1: You can cut it off at some point there. <laughs> Peace.